to the party Welcome, baby, welcome Welcome, baby, welcome Welcome to the party Welcome, baby, welcome Welcome, baby, welcome Welcome to the party Bung, fucking bung It is, uh, Claytron AKA the big boss man, AKA the PhD of podcasts, and AKA the milkman, because I always deliver. AKA the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. Uh, it's episode 99 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. You can see right here on the uh, the video podcast that I have shaved that fucking caterpillar off my top lip. I feel liberated. I feel good. Uh, raised over $2,000 for uh, Movember, which was a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, yeah, loved it. Loved, uh, well, I didn't love having them all on my face. I did love uh, being able to um, contribute somehow. Uh, you know that this is Welcome to the Party, the most charitable podcast on the uh, on the airwaves, so... That's what we were doing. So I got the burps or something going on at the moment. Not sure why. Not sure what's going on with my um, my levels either. Can you hear me? I hope you can. Oh, let me just have a sip of this here. Mm. I think uh, I think Sarah Silverman's really hot. Just want to put that out there. Um. Yeah, I got this story. Me and my friend George. We used to, um, we used to be reckless, bro. Well, not even reckless, but we used to just be school kids, bored, um, and we used to be outside doing shit instead of today where, you know, you got your smartphones and your, your Nintendo DS and all this fucking wild shit, your PSPs, your Xboxes, your Playstations, your, your Nintendo Switch, whatever. We used to have, we are, we used to have bikes and, and trees to climb and shit. So... Me and George, one day, we're at the back of my house. We've got the tip of a broken fishing rod, but all the, all the, uh, fucking, like the tip's probably like a meter long or a yard long, uh, and all of the loops have broken off it. So it's just like a smooth stick, no Bruno. And I've got all these fruit trees at my old place. Um, we had, uh, apricots, figs. Figs was the big one. So we put figs on top of our fucking um, uh, broken fishing poles, right? And we'd whip them and the fig would fly, like go, it would launch. Like you could throw it over like three houses or whatever. But we would, we would like put a gum nut on the, a gum nut on the end of that shit, which is like a hard, um, like flower from a from a tree here in Australia for the international listeners. We just put that on the top of it and we like screw it in there. So the fig was like tightly packed into this shit and it's hard. It's hard. Like it turned it into like a shuttlecock sort of arrangement, you know, badminton. And then we'd whip that shit onto like a tin roof of the neighbors. You'd hit, you just hear bah, 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 bah. and we'd like run off and hide Neighbors would come out like, what the fuck's going on? And we love that shit, right? But one day we got too reckless with it and we, I had like a, a fence, not a fence, a wall in our backyard that was like as, like above head height for us. And I was still tall back then. I was probably like, you know, 6'2", 6'3". So it was a pretty high fence. Um, 
and we would hear a car come and we'd fucking launch this shit into the cars and shit. Boosh! Boosh! Cars are like fucking, you know, like car, a lot of cars would stop and like have a look at their car like what the fuck's going on or whatever. Well, one day, I don't remember if it was me or George, I don't want to snitch. I think the statute of limitations is up on this shit. But one of us launched this shit over the fence and the dude's back window was open. And his kid was in the back in a baby seat, like baby kid. We didn't hit the kid, but this shit went in his car and he fuck comes out. We run. Obviously, we run to the other side of the house, silent. Me and George looking at each other like, don't you fucking say shit. Don't you say shit. All right? Just fucking sit here. And the guy, the guy's like yelling like, cowards! You fucking cowards! And we're like, oh shit. And like, we were giggling at first. And this guy's like, I'll fucking find you, cats. I'm not fucking going anywhere. Fucking cowards. And I'm like, fuck. Hey, anyway, my bitch ass starts to cry. And I'm like, we got to go. He's not going anywhere. And George is like, don't you fucking go anywhere. I'm like, I'm going out. We go out and this dude, this dude's uh, over the fence, like holding himself up. He's short. You know how people... Generally, people are short, and this was a high fence wall. It was a wall, high wall. He's holding himself up, trying to talk to us and shit. And he's like, I'll fucking send you cuts to boarding school, fucking military school. You won't know what fucking hit you. And like, I stopped crying. I'm like, Bruh, only my parents can send me there. What are you talking about? He's like, I'll tell your parents. I was like, They're not home, man. And I started turning into like a little brat. You know, I probably didn't sound like I do now. I was probably like, they're not even home, man. Like, like, you know, that little, that like teenager voice. Like, Yo, I'm not even, my parents aren't even fucking home, man. Get the fuck off my fucking property and all this shit. And this guy's like, oh, fucking no, fuck you. My fucking kids in the backseat of my fucking car. I'm just like, shit. That was some reckless behavior, disruptive behavior, right? And if someone did that to me with my kid in the car, I don't have a kid. Um, I would be fucking so mad, you know, but I still think that shit's mad funny. I think that shit is mad funny. Um, I felt like a fucking Bond villain, but I, yeah, yeah. And like James Bond is like, fucking, you fucking coward. Oh, fuck that shit. was so funny, man. Comedy, comedy, these the, the good old days being a fucking brat. Me and my other friend, Dill. Dill Bat. We, uh, we used to get in, in his car and drive around the neighborhood on, on uh, garbage night when all the bins were out and, um, and just run, run into the shits in his car, like break it, like knock them over. There's garbage all over the street. Um, there's holes in these big bins that like cost money for the council and shit. And we're just doing this reckless shit. I hope the statute of limitations up on this shit too. We go, and you would get the biggest adrenaline rush from this wild behavior, bro. Disruptive behavior. The, the neighborhoods hate us. No, but we wouldn't do it in our own neighborhoods, the binning. We would go to another neighborhood on their rubbish night and just go fucking that shit and then I told my friends about it I was like this is the funnest shit man we've called it binning like we gotta do it we didn't have our licenses at this time Dilbat was a year older than me right so me and my friends we go do it on foot one night 
we um and we're kicking bins over and taking off but we got so excited that we didn't go out we waited we didn't wait until it was dark so we go out it's like dusk the it's still the sky's still kind of blue and shit so we go out there and we're kicking over bins and shit people were seeing us someone got in their car started chasing us my friends you know Xiao we've talked about Xiao Xiao had that quicker gear with me when I had to give that that African guy that two piece three piece feed what 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 that time in Melbourne so we had Xiao with us I'm snitching um statute of limitations is up I can talk about it we had Xiao with us we had um um, Trell was with us and Marcus was with us. Anyway, Shao and Trell, they're quick as fuck. They're gone. We kick this shit. This guy's like, oh, fucking get you guys. Well, oh shit. Um, these two fucking pew. And I'm sitting there like, I'm like, fuck, Marcus is not going to be able to keep up because I took off. I was in front of Marcus. I was behind Shao and Trell. So, I dive into a bush, right? And I'm like, when Marcus gets by, I'm going to fucking pull him in here and we're going to hide. We're going we're to play the Where's Waldo type game, right? We're going to hide from this motherfucker. So I dive in the bush. I'm all scratched up and I fucking yank Marcus's big ass in there with me. Shout out to Marcus. He helped me out with all the videos, um, like the uh, uh, the movie style videos, like Beverly Hills, Cop, Pulp Fiction, Drive, Spider-Man, all that shit. He helped me out with that shit. So this is the same friend. We're still friends. We're still, all still friends with all these people today. We're still here. None of us is actually in jail from binning. But anyway, I pulled Marcus in there. And we're sitting there puffing, sweating like, fuck, fuck. Did Sean, did Sean Trail get away? Fuck, I don't fucking know. But what? This motherfucker's coming after us. This motherfucker, he like parks on the street next to us. We're in like, I pulled him into this house where there was a bush and then there was like a little wall that was like an indent, almost like when you walk into public toilets. So there, it was like a maze type of thing. So he couldn't see us, but we could hear him. He's walking around, where the fuck are you guys? And so we, we, we hear him, Mark is like, fuck, he's going to fucking find us. I was like, just fucking wait. We have to wait here. I've been here before. You have to wait. You never come out and snitch on yourself. And we waited and he took off on the lookout. And we had to be careful. We had to be careful as fuck when we took off that he wasn't like coming back around the block or whatever. Shit. The adrenaline, man. That shit was mad fun. I love that shit. She was so funny, man. Um... Shit, this is episode 90 fucking 9 of Welcome to the Potty. And we don't have a special guest happening on on um, episode 100, but we've got a giveaway. So keep your asses tuned for the fucking giveaway. Um, it's not some merch. It's not none of this Welcome to the Potty t-shirt shit. This is big time shit. Um, and it, it's such big time shit that I just got to keep cussing about it. Okay. This is episode 99 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. This is where we are now. This is what we do. This is why we are here. Um, but man, I love this shit. I love you for being here on the journey, on the podcast journey. Um, shit, man. Uh, but I think before we fucking um, we get into it, I guess. Oh, Yes. Yes. There's a new trend. There's a new fucking trend out there. It's Christmas time. Black Christmas trees is the new hype going around the internet. And I've got to tell you, motherfuckers, stop following all these 
fake hypes, these fake trends, people just saying it's trendy. It doesn't mean you have to go do the shit. I've seen the white joints. I'm not really sure about them. Go get a green one. That's what Carl they are. I'm not getting one. I've got my little plant right here. He's green. Is it a he? I don't know. I'm going to just give it a bit of water right now while we're on the potty. I, I read and listened to some shit somewhere about trees loving um, like music and sound waves and all this shit. So I have it just sitting here next to me while I do the fucking potty, man. And um, it just grows. It grows. It just keeps growing. So um, just get a green one. I'm not even getting a Christmas tree, B. Too much fucking around. It's a waste of money. We don't have we don't have kids. We don't have uh, family over here for Christmas. We go elsewhere. What's the fucking point of decorating my the inside of my house that no one's gonna fucking see? And I I just really don't give a fuck about spending money on shit that I don't need to spend money on. You know, so we're not we're not decorating this house. We're not getting a Christmas tree. Um, but black, get real, motherfucker. Black is the color of coal that you give your naughty ass kids. Black looks like a burnt down Christmas tree, man. Burnt? Nah. Nah. Um, you need to move the fuck. You need to get the fuck away from these stupid fucking trends, man. Green is good. You understand? What is everyone doing for Christmas anyway? I know family always is forcing some some fucking shit, man. Like, you know, is the year 2018, everyone's fucking parents is divorced and shit. 50% of marriages, you know? So me as a, you know, young adult, youngish adult, I need to go to two houses at least, but then you got to, you get yourself a partner. So I've got Rachel. So I've got to go to two, three, four, five, 15, 500 fucking places. I can't drink now because I've got to drive everywhere. Otherwise, Rachel's got to drive everywhere and she can't drink. But the thing is, if, if, um, you know, if I say, if she says like, oh no, I'll drive and I'll only have a couple, then I get fucked up. And then she has two drinks and she's lit. Because you know how females do. They're built differently. They have a couple drinks they're done for. They can't drive. So then what? We're stuck? No, thank you. I'll be sleeping here on Christmas, okay? Now, um, we've only got two places to go, so I complained just then for no reason, but uh, we've got like a, a breakfast, then we've got a lunch. Now, everyone, every year people keep telling me like, oh, I'm so full from lunch, like don't need to do a dinner. You know what happens to me once I am full from lunch? I get over it, a couple hours go by, I'm hungry again. And what then? I gotta come back to this fucking place and have dumplings or some shit out of the freezer? No. No. I want I wanna bring myself a plate like it's thanks fucking given. I wanna bring a plate home and heat that bitch up. I want some Christmas ham. What are you guys doing for Christmas? I'd love to know. I'd love you guys to email welcome to the potty at gmail.com and let me know what you're doing for Christmas. If you've got some dope Christmas um, traditions, I need to probably organize a pub crawl with all the boys. One of these one of these weekends coming up, maybe, or when when the holidays start. Who, who knows? But something has to happen. Something has to happen. Get the boys together for Christmas because, you know, I love my family, but I, I see my family. I see my family much more than I see my friends. So I'd like to have I'd like to have the boys get together for a little bit of uh, action, you know. Whatever it is, what it is, I don't want it ain't here at the Welcome to the Party podcast. Um, but 
I, I'd say I'd say what we're gonna do now is just move move right into sports. Hey Triple M. My man Fred Hoiberg, head coach of the uh, Chicago Bulls, has been fired. Yes, yes, yes. Um, they have put it down to a lack of energy and spirit. Uh, I did see the name of whoever is the new permanent head coach. I have uh, forgotten that name, but woeful start. For, I think we're like 5-16 and 16 or some crazy shit to start the season. Um, it's not looking good for us. We've got a long way to go. So, I mean, something needed to happen. Um, I liked Fred, uh, but yeah, I mean, someone's got to fucking go. Yeah, I've got this fucking like tiny itty bitty fly thing. It looks about the size of a flea flying around the fucking mic and it's just not on. It is not fucking hell. Okay, did I get it? Shout out to the vegans. Um, Jokic. Jokic, Jokic, I think his name is. His nickname is the Joker. He plays for the Denver Nuggets. He he looks like a real good passer when he was playing over in Europe. Okay, everyone was like, "Oh, look at this fucking guy," but he was mostly doing it um, out of the post or um, on the, on fast breaks. You know, more easy type shit. But now he's tightened his handle up. He's tying his fucking handle up. He's like, wakakaka. He's going by guys and doing all this wild shit. Um, he was a great passer. He was. Yes, he was. Is he dead, Clay? Why is he talking to him, talking about him in the past tense? No, no, because he's transitioned from being a great passer to being an all-time passer. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Jokic. I don't even remember his first name now. I'm having a mental blank. All-time great. Remember Jason Williams? Remember John Stockton? Jason Kidd? All-timers. Got all-timers disease, bro. All-time greats. Um, whoa, did I just drop a gem there? I'm gonna make a Mitch. How about you, uh, you drop one of those little gems there? All-timers disease. All-timers disease. Cause he's an all-time great. Yes. Um, Steph Curry. Now, Steph Curry, first of all, before... <sighs> these fucking bugs, man, they're doing my head in, okay? I think it's this tree's fault. I think the tree's bringing in all, all this life into the house. Sorry for not speaking into the mic. Um, uh, what was I saying? Steph Curry. Now, he got injured and the Golden State Warriors just started losing. Now, I'm going to tell you, I think Steph Curry is the heart and soul of that team. I think he's more important to that team than Kevin Durant is. Uh, we will talk more about this this saga in a minute, but let's talk about um, Steph Curry. He, he got a letter from a little girl. Uh, un, unsourced here, but I think she might have been nine years old. Her name was Riley, same as his daughter's name. She sent him a letter saying like, yo, I went online I wanted to buy the new Steph Curry's, the Curry Fives or whatever, um, but they only came in boys' sizes. 
Steph, uh, and she she just said, um, I think they should come girl sizes, but because girls want to rock your kicks too, and girls girls love basketball, girls love Under Armour, blah blah blah. Steph Curry gets the letter. He writes back. He goes, Yo, Riley, I uh, apologize that um, uh, you know this has upset you, um, but I I'll do whatever I can to get. Uh, the kids' shoes, the kids' shoes, the sizes are all universal. So they don't go boys and girls like it goes men's and women's. It just goes kids. But on the Under Armour website, it says boys. And I'll get, I'll get this changed to you, uh, changed for you. So there's girls' sizes too. I'm also going to give you a free pair of these shoes. And you're going to get the first ever pair of Curry 6s that are going to be released on International Women's Day. Okay. And oh, what? There's more. Yes, motherfucker. I'm going to get you tickets, free tickets to come watch me play in Oakland. Now, I like that. Shout out to Steph Curry. Shout out to this little girl. Um, shout out. Shout out to it all. I love the positivity. I love it all. Um, uh, yeah, so... We were talking about Steph Curry's importance to the team. So he's back now. I think he had a hamstring, something. He had some type of injury. L- lower half of his body. It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. But um, he's come back. He had a fucking stinker to, to, for, as his comeback. What can you fucking expect? These fucking bugs, man. Shout out to the vegans. Um, now, he... He's had a good game since. He's back. He seems to be getting back in the swing of things. By the way, Boogie Cousins has ramped up his training. He's going to be probably back after Christmas. If he's not back before Christmas. So yes, he'll either be back before or after Christmas. Those are the two options. Yes, Clay. Yes, thank you for clearing that up. You fuckwit. Um, so there's a poll that's come out from ESPN experts. As I like to call them, experts... In inverted commas, because they're just tweet bait fuckboys, like, uh, not tweet bait, click, click bait fuckboys, like the rest of the internet. Um, but there's been a poll, I've got it here in front of me, so don't mind this sheet here, it, it, it keeps it keeps the show moving. Um, anyway, so where will KD end up next season? 35% of these so-called experts said Golden State Warriors. Now this, to me... This will only happen if the Warriors um, prioritize KD over uh, uh, Draymond Green. And the Warriors need to prepare to say goodbye to Draymond Green, who is replaceable, by the way. Um, 26% said New York. Now, these fucking bugs, I'm telling you, they've got to go. They've got to fucking go. Um... 26% of these experts said New York Knicks. Now, I have to agree with these guys. I think the motherfucker's going to end up in New York. I think New York's going to have cap space. I think KD is going to want, um, obviously, to be in a, a big market team. I mean, he he already is at the moment, but I think... I think New York, he can be, he can be the fucking guy there... Um, you can be on all the billboards in the fucking city. It's New York City. Um, and, um, I think he wants, I think he does want a max deal. Uh, he does, he's not on that yet. And I think he should go get it. 
Well, I don't think he should. I think he should stay in Golden State. I don't know what I think he should do. I think he should do what's best for him. Uh, I know he likes it out in Silicon Valley, talking to all these cats about what to invest in in terms of technology and shit. I think he's doing very well for himself out there. Um, but I do... I have a feeling he's going to go to New York. Um, that's just me. But then we've got 19% said the LA Lakers, 9% said the LA Clippers, and 11% said other. Okay? So that's... I mean... Um, yeah. Golden State, New York, or the Lakers... Yeah, seems to make sense. Clippers, I mean, yeah, if you want to go to the Clippers to never win a championship again, that's fine. Um, they don't have... They don't even have a strong foundation for you to, to lift up. Um, the Lakers are going to be better than them. Golden State, of course. Um, Steph Curry is the heart and soul of Golden State. And I, I think they're a chance, even without Steph, um, without KD... Um, well, they, they were winning before KD got there, so obviously, but, uh, if he goes to the Clippers, it's going to look, it's going to look a lot like OKC without Russ. It's just going to be, um, KD getting a lot of buckets, uh, and just not being able to get it done in terms of playoffs. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking New York, Golden State would be the obvious choice, but there's the, the whole Draymond thing is a bit weird. Oh, by the way, today... Oh, man, I'm talking big time today. I'm talking so much. The Who are they playing? Atlanta, I think. Golden State played Atlanta today. And um, KD was at the free throw line. And the crowd. Draymond hates you. Draymond hates you. I'm not sure how clear the sound was just then, but they were chanting, Draymond hates you. And I thought that was funny. I like the little troll, the, the trolls that uh, fans do. We had we had um, a, a fan base like that in in college. Um, it was disrespectful as fuck, but it was so funny. Um, one more sport thing to talk about is the the Deontay Wilder and Nick Fury fight. Is it Nick Fury? Tyson Fury. Oh, now I'm all fucked up. Let's just say Wilder versus Fury. Um, it, it ended in a draw, basically. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, Fury got robbed. Oh, Wilder got robbed. Oh, boxing is so fucking rigged. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you that I I tend to agree with a lot of how boxing has been rigged over the past. And it's a bit... Yeah, some of these decisions could could have been swung the other way, but I have to. I've got to say, I watched this fight back. I didn't watch it live because I was very eh, hungover. Um, shout out to Michael and Hannah, by the way, and their their engagement. Um, yeah, I went to Melbourne this weekend for their engagement. I digress. Um, I've got to agree that I think I think that was a draw. I think Fury was controlling the fucking fight. Hey, I wanted Wilder to win. I'm a Wilder fan. He was 40-0 and 0 going into this fight. 40-0 and 0 with 39 knockouts. That's fucking insane numbers. Um, but Fury comes back from this fucking hiatus he's been on, I think because he was on coke or whatever. Um, and uh, he controlled the fucking fight for like 
the majority, I've got to say. I think at least, at, at the very least, eight rounds. And I think the fight should have been called off. I think it was a knockout um, when Wilder hit him in the 12th. He, hit, he knocked him down in the 10th first, which was good. And then in the 12th, when he had really no choice but to start getting real aggressive because it was looking like it could have gone to fury at that stage. But then he put him to sleep. Okay, he was done. He was absolutely out cold. I thought the fight could have been called off there. The ref let it keep going and Fury kind of, he, he recovered, like to his credit, he recovered something fucking crazy. I've never seen someone get up from a knockout like this. Not in real life, not on TV. Never seen it. Um, and I've got to say, man, he was impressive after that, after that knockout. He came back and sort of looked like he could have almost won the 12th round, but I liked the decision. Um, one judge gave it to Fury, one judge gave it to, uh, Wilder and one judge, one judge drew the fight. And I, I gotta say, I would have, I would have probably been the judge that called the draw. Um, but I loved, I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, it's the internet. Everyone's got a voice as much as uh, not everyone fucking probably needs one. And so everyone's going to, you know, oh, it's fucking rigged. You know, everyone's got to fucking complain about something. It's never it's never just okay to agree. And today I'm fucking agreeing that it was it was a draw. And um, so, Moneymaker Mitch, how about you? You hit me with that fucking news thing. Cut that shit. Cut that shit. Um, wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to go to the news because there's one more thing that I forgot to talk about. Why did I forget to talk about it? Because I do not support the NFL plantation, but we've got some news here. Kareem Hunt, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, has been having an absolute standout year. It's been unbelievable to watch, um, apparently. And... <laughs> And um, he now doesn't have a job. What? What is he? What happened, Clay? Is he injured? Um, yeah. What? What happened? Did did some fucking um? Did he kneel for the anthem or some shit? No, motherfucker. He laid his hands on a female. Um, now what happened? I'm not really 100 sure what happened. He had a disagreement with his woman about his friend. Now I don't know if he was trying to have a three way or if he was trying to. Um, avoided three-way, but she started calling him the N-word, and uh, he put his hands on her, he pushed his friend who fell into her, she fell down, he gave her a little kick. It didn't look like, didn't look like he was booting the shit out of her, he gave her a little kick. I would have, I like, to me, it doesn't look that crazy, it's crazy because it's a woman, but, like, a man would have got up from that with no, no dramas, and she probably did too. Um, but, uh, the Chiefs released him, um, you know, zero tolerance for domestic violence and no one, nobody signed him, uh, which is, I guess, good for the league to not, um, you know, not, uh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Condone, man. Not condone that type of behavior, man, but didn't look that crazy to me, but don't put your fucking hands on a woman, man. Uh, Moneymaker Mitch, how about we retry going to the goddamn news? It was the fucking G20 summit this week, man. Um, 
and they're all talking about climate change. Every nation, every leader pledged to fight climate change. Except Trump. Come on, B. Come on, B. You gotta sort that shit out. There's something wrong with you, son. Uh, like, you just gonna, you're just gonna keep pretending that climate change isn't real. Global warming is not a thing. We changed the name of it from global warming to climate change because everyone's like, oh, it's actually good for colder. Yeah, that's because the fucking ice caps, the polar ice caps are melting because of the fucking heat, which is cooling down everything. We're gonna go back into another ice age. And, uh, what, I'm sorry to have kids? Someone needs to change this shit. So, in saying that, the World Bank um, has said that they're going to invest $200 billion um, to combat climate change. Uh, and you know how I feel about the fucking banks? They're all crooks. So I'll believe that when I see it. But Trump, get your fucking shit together, hold your head, Duke. And World Bank, um, you motherfuckers better do as you have stated, man. Um, anyway. Moving on, Starbucks, Starbucks has, um, they've, they've, they've made a strict policy on their toilets, no porn in the toilets, guess what motherfuckers, you're the one who opened the doors to everyone because of some fucking complaints, stand your ground, B, one guy gets arrested and you gotta change, you gotta just say anyone can use our toilets, no, Anyone cannot use your fucking toilets. Maybe people can sit in there without buying shit or whatever and have meetings and be on the Wi-Fi and shit. Let them do that shit. Toilets, no, no, no. It's not a public restroom, motherfucker. But once you open it up as a public restroom, you open it up to porn, man. That was your decision. And there's no, there's going to be no policy against porn, Starbucks. I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry to fucking say that. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but you made the fucking rules. Now, we are the most charitable podcast here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, and I like this story. Um, rock band or metal band, whatever you want to call them, Metallica. Um, they are making donations to local food banks on every stop on their tour, and uh, we've, got, we've got to fucking clap it up for these cats, because that, that is what Welcome to the Potty podcast is all about, and we love that. We love that move. We love that by Metallica, and I would actually like to have Metallica on the show. I think they're a bit too big time for me, but um, I will do what I've got to do to uh, to get them here, and we can talk. We can talk all types of, um, you know, plans, brainstorming, and shit for for charity. We, I'd love to get involved with someone big time in in some shit like that, and uh, um, you know, help out the people that fucking need to be helped. Um. Another good news story. It's not all bad news here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. We fucking get some of that good, good shit. And um, this is good shit here. It's not the best shit. It is like still, it still hurts a bit. But California's devastating campfire. Um, you know, the, the people that were unaccounted for, the number was above 1,000. And now it is at 25. So that's a huge drop in numbers for unaccounted for people. Um, at least... Uh, you know, the people that have passed on, their families have closure and the other ones have been found. Um, so that's good. I mean, that's good-ish news, you know? It could have been worse. What, what the fuck do you want from me? Um, 
Triple M, take, take me to... Oh, what do we want first? Take me... Uh, what do we want to finish on today? I'm, I'm flummoxed. I, we've got listen to this fuck shit, poor posture of the week, and Clay's reviews today. It's we got it all. Let's go in fucking alphabetical order. So, um, Triple M, hit me with that Clay's reviews thing. Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. Now. While I was over in Melbourne, um, I stayed with friend of the show, Corey Maynard, and um, uh, he had another guest there, future friend of the show, uh, Jon Warbout, and future friend of the show, his housemate and Melbourne uh, football star, Charlie Spargo, um, and we watched 40 Days and 40 Nights. Now, I'm going to tell you, I watched about 40 minutes of this shit, maybe less, probably less, um, before falling asleep. It was fucking garbage. It's a 3 out of 10. And you know what? I think it was lucky that I fell asleep because if I didn't, it could have got a lower score. Uh, it was a three of a three out of ten based on the fucking bullshit that I saw. It could have been much worse, and maybe it could have been better. But I think they are lucky that I fell asleep. Um, Yon was the only way, one that stayed awake for it, and he was not fucking happy that he did. He actually said, "I wish I fell asleep." Uh, that shit was weak. Josh Hartnett. Um, I'm sure you probably got fame from that. I'm sure you got a lot of pussy after that and good on you, but hold your head, dude. Um, the sinner season two. Now I gave the sinner season one an eight out of 10 season, season two, uh, holds up eight out of 10 again. Um, it was more, uh, I, I was hoping to see Jessica Biel, uh, but I'm glad that I didn't. I'm glad they changed the story because obviously her story was over, but um, this shit, he kept me guessing, kept me guessing. I was invested as fuck. I watched the whole thing in about three days. Um, but I keep forgetting to talk about it on the Welcome to the Potty podcast because I don't always have these notes on me, you see? Um, and I always, I also watched Ali G in the house. Um, classic movie. I have obviously watched it before. I've just never reviewed it. So it finally happened. Um, I gave it a seven out of 10. And it inspired me to play a bit of uh, a bit of Freak Me on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, that was my favorite part of the movie. Silk freak me. Make sure that you uh, subscribe to the Welcome to the Potty playlist on uh, uh, Spotify if you want to hear a bit more freaky by Silk. Um, but seven out of ten for allergy in the house. And um, did everybody see the Captain Marvel trailer? Holy Hannah! I saw people complain about it, and you know what they can do? I suck. I'm a suck. A a dick. Because that movie's gonna be fucking lit. Um, but 
Anyway, take me to that, uh, listen to this fuck shit. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Now, this dude has decided that he wants to legally change his age from 69 to 49 so he can get more hoes on Twitter. I mean, Tinder. Um, and he cited the ever-changing definition of gender, okay? Now, gender seems to be pretty fluid these days. Uh, do I agree with it? No. Is that, does that make me some sort of phobic? Fucking no, just relax. Um, but you, you, your age, your age is based on time. And yeah, Kanye West said time doesn't exist and someone else probably said that too. It exists to an extent though, motherfucker. You do age and whether it says on a piece of paper that it's 69 or 49, um, you, you gotta just, you just gotta accept that shit, B. You feel me? Like, you're gonna, you're still gonna have wrinkly balls, you know? Like, why don't you just make a joke about 69 if you're 69? That's easy money, bruh. <laughs> Triple M, hit me with that. Easy money. What is it? Easy money. She's easy money. 69 jokes, bruh. Get all these hoes. It is scientifically a spectrum gender now. I disagree, of course. Of course. There's only two genders. They're male and female, B. I believe, yeah, I believe that you could um, be born maybe feeling the opposite. But I think biologically you're either a male or a female. You can get that shit changed, of course. I don't think, I don't know if you can start skeeting or having babies if you're the opposite, but you can definitely have a puss or a slab if you didn't previously have one. Is this educating everybody? It sounds super ignorant. Um, but yo, like all this shit, all this shit has got to just stop, man. There was, I was talking to somebody at work who's got a child. Her child was at school and said, why is there, what is this gender neutral bathroom? And then the, the woman came to me at work and said, what, do you know why there would be a gender neutral bathroom and not one that's just unisex? And I said, yeah, I do. I do know. It's all unsourced, but I know that people would complain for unisex because they would just, because that implies males and females can go in there, but nothing else can go in there. And now that there's so many different things that people want to call themselves, you've just got to go gender neutral or what, whatever. And she was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I said, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it fucking doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because you know what? If it says unisex, just fucking use it, you fuck. Don't go writing letters and shit, complaining. Fucking 2018. I'm off it. Um, uh, now, flight attendant does pole dance during pre-flight safety demo. Hey, guess what? Land the fucking plane. I don't want to be up here. No, it's not even taken off yet. Stop taxiing. Get me off this motherfucker. If this bitch is doing pole dances and not taking this shit serious, I don't want to be here. Because 
I need somebody that's going to have the wherewithal to say, evacuate, 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 and tell me to open this motherfucking exit row seat that I'm sitting in because of my long ass legs. Don't pretend to pole dance up here, especially, especially if you look good and, and you're going to get all mad when people hit on you and shit. All right? None of that. Just, it's not a sexy situation, this emergency evacuation shit, man. It's not sexy. Cut, cut it out. It's just fuck shit, though. Your posture's fine. You look good. Um, Now, this dude here, let me read this name here. Gregory Lee Line Gang, or Line Gang. He's not Asian. I've seen his picture, but he pleaded guilty to stealing a forklift to kill Donald Trump. I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, the cheers are coming in loud and strong this week. Um, I, I like you. I like you, um, whatever your name is, Gregory. I like you. You're dedicated. Uh, you get an A for effort. But if you think that you're going to get by, um, what are they called? The Secret Service? By, with a fucking forklift? You got another thing coming, dude. Um, you're definitely crazy. And you do need to be locked up, but I, I fuck with your posture, no, no Bruno. Um, oh shit, that's, oh shit. We're going to go straight into poor posture here. Poor posture of the week. Now, we've got some more shit going down on the unfriendly skies. Um, a girl got bullied, well quote-unquote bullied because of her name on the flight. Now, somebody saw her name on her ticket and the name was spelled A-B-C-D-E. First of all, if you name your kid that, your posture is fucked up, dude. Alright? You don't name your kid A-B-C-D-E because then I'm going to end up calling my kid F-G-H-J-I. I just did that wrong. Because it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Even the alphabet is unsourced. Okay. Hello. Rachel's, uh, look who it is. Oh, hi. Can you please help me open this? It's, um, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, recording this on a, I think it's a Tuesday night. And Rachel's come in here with a bottle of wine that she wants me to open. And I'm supposed to be the man of the fucking house. And I can't open it. I'm sweating my ass off, though, from this podcast. There we go. You heard that, everybody. I am a man. I'm the man of the house. I make the fucking rules. Thank you. You want me to pour it, too? <laughs> mm. Do you want one? You don't like wine. You hate I don't one. like wine. Do you want a little beerio? I'm almost done, so I'll get one when I come out. Okay. Thank you. Sorry that it? everybody had to hear that um, domestic dispute. Can I stay and listen? Yes, yeah, sit down. Okay. Take a seat. You need to close the door, though, because that keeps the sound from fucking up. Um, do you want to be on film with the rest? Oh, your nips are out. Yeah, so, no, thank no, you. I'll stay on film. I'm pretty sure someone... <laughs> Unless your rating's going to go high. I'm pretty sure they did get a little bit of a flash, though. No, I won't. Get, they won't <laughs> let me on YouTube anymore. Um, now, yeah, so this girl's name is ABCDE. And um, her surname is Redford. So she's obviously not fucking exotic. Why would you call your fucking kid this? And do you guys want to know how to say it? Absidy. Which is actually kind of a nice name. But if you're going to call the bitch Absidy, 
call it like A B S I D double E or A B S I D I E or some shit that's not fucking A B C D E. Do you understand what I'm saying? So this woman's mum or girl's mum uh, has poor posture of the week. She looks like a number six. She looks like a fucking candy cane duke since fucking Christmas is coming up. And I'm just so tired of white people calling their kids this crazy shit. Apple, Gwyneth Paltrow, you need to cut that shit out. And black people, please stop putting apostrophes in your children's names. Um, and Southwest Airlines, I'm not mad at you for making fun of this stupidity. No mad at you at all. The mother gets poor posture. And uh, the kid will change her name or at the very least the spelling of it before um, before this podcast is probably over. Okay. Um, we've got, an, we've got an, a man named David Higgins who claims he lost his virginity to an alien when he was 17 years old in 1961. And you know what he's got to prove it? <laughs> Sorry, nothing. A painting that he painted of the incident. Oh, God. You need... We need to donate this cat's brain to uh, science. Um, there's something wrong with this cat. His posture's all fucked up. He's got scoliosis. He needs to see a chiropractor duke. Um, I believe in aliens. I don't believe that you fucked one and it was the first time you ever had sex. I don't know what's going on in the news this week, people, but I'm sweating. It's making me sweat because it's, it's just, it's fucking with me. It's not making much sense, is it? (laughs) Sorry, but no, that's not okay. Sometimes I feel like I've seen aliens walking around because there's some people that just don't act quite right. Like, and I'm like, you're not crazy. You're, you don't understand. Like that might be an alien, you know? Yeah. But no one, no one's going to fuck that person. How old is this guy, Nina? Uh, well, now, well, he was, he was 17 in 1961. And all the mathematics here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast is uh, unsourced. But I believe, I believe that makes him, um, no, you know what? Let's go uh, 28 plus 39 is uh, 67. I think he's 67. He's 67 now and he had sex with an alien at 17. No one can hear you, so this is not very good for the listeners. Um, yeah, so this dude, I don't know. Um, I don't I don't know his life story. I don't know if he's married. I don't know if he's got kids. I don't know if he put his seed inside this alien and there's little David Higgins running around on Mars. We do have a rover up on Mars now, so we could see a little David Higgins. Higgins. Um, now, finally, finally, this is this is this is why people don't shouldn't have kids. This mother offered sexual favors in exchange for fried chicken. Didn't get it, and then started racially abusing the takeaway worker, and then. When the cops came, because obviously this was a ruckus, she spat at the police officer. Take her, kids. String her up. We've had enough of these cats. 
I thought that Kanye was bad. I thought Kim Kardashian was bad. I didn't think they were fit to have parents. But if you're offering suck jobs to cats in exchange for fried chicken and and you you're then spitting on cops, racially abusing people all around you, your posture is fucked up, son. You look like an umbrella handle. You got to go. You got to take her kids, put them in foster care. Now their lives all fucking topsy turvy. Look what you've done. Get her out of here and um, get me out of here. That is episode 99 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, uh, what was I, I was about to say level 100. Episode 100 will be coming to you uh, this weekend. And we'll, we've got some fucking interesting stuff on offer. Make sure that you listen. You listen real fucking good, real fucking proper. And, um, and yo, you know what to do. You got you to gotta follow us. Um, Instagram, welcome to the potty on Instagram, uh, welcome potty on Twitter, welcome to the potty on, uh, Facebook, make sure you keep emailing us, um, any poor posture of the week, listen to this fuck shit, interesting news stories, uh, to, um, welcome to the potty at gmail.com. And, um, there was something else. There was something else. Oh, make sure that you email in any questions that you have. You know I'm a doctor. I'm a PhD of podcasting. So if you need any type of advice, medical advice, relationship advice, you know who to fucking hit up. It's me, Claytron, um, the the PhD of podcasting, the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. And um, take it easy. Happy hump day. And I will see you this weekend. Bang bang. Baby, welcome to. Baby, welcome to.